Blog Talk Radio.
In the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord, and Amen, we trust, as the Republic of Intellect, the real 144,000 stand gathered in this day and time, the mentalists, the Amen race, the bright race. Good evening, I'm your host, Intellectual Newman Mankares, and this is Mentalect Radio, and tonight we're going to be asking and answering the question, should black females really be flattered by white male attention? To ask them, they'd tell you, oh, no, you know, I, they'll, they'll play like, oh, no, I'm not flattered by that. You know, it's just a man looking at a woman. There's nothing wrong with that. Or the, they'll give the other lie. Oh, you know, um, you know, I mean, it's just a man, you know, and, you know, it's no big deal. Or, yeah, I do, you know, I like the attention. Some of them be honest. I do like the attention of white men. Some black females will say that they like the attention of white men. Why? Now, why is that? Answer, because the white man is shown as the alpha man in the society. So-called white man. I know as funny as that sounds, he's the alpha man, unfortunately, in the society. Hell, they spend billions of dollars to make movies showing the white man being, you know, something he's not. An alpha man, a straight alpha man. They show they make more of these movies and things like that, and showing him being the president, showing him being the commander in chief, showing him being a war hero, showing him being a damn uh, superhero. Well, they show the white man being a, uh, a James Bond, a damn secret agent. He, right, I was watching this James Bond movie. Uh, this was um the one with the guy who looked like what's the James Bond guy, the white dude who looked like um what's that motherfucker from Off Mad Magazine? What's that white motherfucker, Alfred E. Newman? The, the motherfucker, Daniel Craig, he looked like Alfred E. Newman, the motherfucker off the, the character, the joke, the funny face off Mad Magazine. Yeah, so anyway, this Alfred E. Look, Newman-looking motherfucker, um, James Brown, James Bond, he, um, you know, he was in this movie, Casino Royale. Now, now those of y'all who've seen Casino Royale with Daniel Craig, the white man, the white boy, 
He's not a man. I'm going boy. The white boy, Daniel Craig, He it starts off with him chasing a nigga. Right? He's chasing some African nigga. And, he, and the African nigga running from him, why? I have no idea. Why the fuck he running from James Bond? This is a regular white boy. I mean, nigga, you got a gun, he got a gun. What the fuck you running for? I can see if he had people running behind, running with him to chase you, a group of people. But I, I don't get that. But, like, about ten minutes of the fucking film is him, this fucking cracker chasing this nigga. Uh, he jumped, they jumping all over construction sites and all this off-the-wall shit. I'm like, why are you running from this punk-ass white boy? Just turn around and beat the shit out of him and, and lay his ass down, and that'd be the end of it. You can walk off, nigga. What the fuck you doing? What you exercising this morning? The fuck you running with the, from this cracker for? Beat his motherfucking ass and just, it shouldn't be nothing but, but white flesh and blood every fucking way. Before, before I start all that running, I ain't running from nobody. But anyway, he running from this fucking cave beast. And I'm like, why the fuck is he running? Oh, I was like, I get it. Because the white man has to be seen as the ultimate predator. That's the message he's trying to imply in the movie. He got to chase the biggest, baddest predator, which is supposed to be the so-called black man. I get it. I get it. That was genius. That was genius. Of course, you $2 million to probably film that fucking scene but and waste the money when they could have just get, just started fighting and got down with that. But that, that's what y'all want to film. I don't understand where y'all come from in Hollywood with this bullshit. Um, but anyway, so... You know, this this stays in the mind of the people. This stays in the mind of the people that white men are the alpha men, and they scared the black man. You see? You see, when the white man got the gun and badge on it, he punked the niggas out and whatnot. The hood gangbanger niggas, they punked them out. Rarely do you see a black man punk out a bunch of white boys. They did that. In the, they toyed around with that idea in like comedies, like like Forty Eight Hours, where Eddie Murphy did that famous bar scene. We punked out all these hillbilly ass crackers, right? But that was meant to be a joke. That was strictly for laughs, right? Because nobody take that seriously. Because I guarantee you, if they had a so called black man, now now people say. The equalizer, right? And Denzel Washington, he beat white people ass. He beat up white people. But notice Denzel always, Denzel always gets that part. Denzel always gets the part where he beat white men's asses with impunity. He fuck up white men and whatnot. And you know he's the he's the he's the 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 shining example of black masculinity, so-called black masculinity, right? Right. But. He always got to be protecting the white motherfucker. That's the only part they leave out. He always got to be protecting the white motherfucker before he do things to, to uh, white people. He can't. He ain't. You ain't gonna see Denzel in the Equalizer protecting the black person. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he did that when he was the gang niggas, but that don't really count. He just he ain't really whip up on them because nobody cared about about the gang of niggas killing each other. Nobody cared about that. White people are important. White people in saving their lives, dirty white prostitutes who this nigga slaughtered a whole bunch of fucking a whole fucking Russian syndicate for a dirty white prostitute. That 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 was the equalizer movie. For a filthy white prostitute, this nigga was acting like this bitch was the Virgin Mary. And he slaughtered a whole fucking syndicate for a nasty white bitch. Wow. That's some guy. You know? Then he slaughtered, he slaughtered, it, 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 true to form, he slaughtered a bunch of other white males for, for a, white, a white female uh, who they all freaked off with. Uh, he Captain Sable White Ho. That's what the equalizer is. He Captain Sable White Ho. You see? And, and, and his movie, what is the movie where he was man on fire? He put away a whole bunch of white people for a little white girl. So do you see what they say in there? 
You see, by 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 they uplift the white man as being on the pedestal, and they use the nigger to uplift the white woman. Cause see, she's she's worth his life. She's worth him risking his life to save her ass. Thanks, nigger. Now I can grow up and you know and and uh, um be be a uh, 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 casually racist. Fuck whether a black man saved my life. I'm my, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for a black man. But whatever. You see that that's the message they put out. They always show you that the white man survives. He's a survivalist. He's the president. He's the superhero. He's all this. So of course, the black woman, the so-called black woman, you know, her wanting to be, uh, how you say, she wants to be the be with the winner. You can't fault a woman for wanting to be with the winner, the person who's in power. You can't fault a woman for that, because women are groupies by nature. Women are groupies by nature. And what do I mean by it? Is that a bad thing? No, it's not. It's not a bad thing. It's a real thing. Because all women want to be in groups somehow. They want to be accepted by a group of people who understands them. Right? Men are the only ones who really have no problem being alone. Women would rather be more gravitated toward a group of women or a community or something like that that accepts them so they can grow, foster, you know, um, nurture life and things like that. That's fine. Men could be lone wolves. Women can't. Because they're needed for community and to raise children. So she's going to look for the most valuable source of man who can protect her or can appear to attack, uh, protect her, right? He he can appear to protect her, right, and take care of her because that's somebody, you know, who will give, who will, you know, take care of the children. Because what did I say? A man was a provider, a protector, and a predator. Right? So if a man is a provider, a protector, and a predator, if that man shows that the white woman, the so-called black woman sees that attribute in any man, even if it's the so-called white man, she's going to gravitate toward that. She ain't going to help it. She rather, In other words, she'd rather be with a man who can provide and protect or at least has the appearance of doing so than being with some punk-ass nigga who can't do nothing. Now, they'll be with a punk-ass nigga who can't do nothing, but the only reason they'll be with a punk-ass nigga who can't do nothing is because they liberate it. You see, a liberated black female would be with a punk-ass nigga who can't do nothing. Basically, somebody she got more power than who she could tell what to do because her liberation comes from that. Her liberation comes from being able to feel as though she's by herself and that she has to make the decision. Remember I told you a liberated female, she sees all men as her son. I'm going to do a I don't think I did that broadcast. I might have, though. Remember I said the liberated female, they can never really be in a real relationship with a man because they see all men as their sons. Even the men who their lovers in bed, who they lay with and do everything with, you would think you're their equal because you're doing everything. But in their mind, sexually, you're always going to be their junior. You see, you're always they, a lot of times these younger, these older women, they get younger men because they want to control men. They don't want you ain't get, if you ain't going to seriously get no younger man if you're looking to be told what to do. Because he tell you, you I mean, nigga, shut up. I'm going to be your mother. Now go over here and give me some of that dick, that young dick. Real, real talk, real talk. You see, that's really what it's. That's really what they're driven by power, whether it's coming from one side or the other. So then, when you see the nigger woman, when you see the nigger woman, and they are, you know, looking for power, some kind of power setup. You see, when they're looking for some little power setup, you know what I mean. They'll choose the white boy because in American society, the white boy is prosperous, right? He got all, he's got all the money, 
right? He's always having all the money. He's prosperous. You know, the police don't fuck with him. You know what I'm saying? They don't bother his credit score. He can pretty much go in any go in the fucking bank and get a loan and have next to nothing. A nigga, you got a nigga got to get put through the fourth and fifth degree. You see, but and she sees that, so she wants that status. She wants that easy living. You know, she wants that what she thinks is power and privilege. Mm-hmm. Now that's to come on for her. You know. The programming, that's to come on for us because the white man programs the the world, the women of the world every day with his image. He programs them every day. That's why Asian women are bed. We got Asian bed wenches. You got black bed wenches. You got Korean bed. See, nigga, the nigga women ain't the only bed wenches for the white man. The nigga woman ain't the only bed wench. You got Asian bed wenches who don't want they men because they got programmed by the white man image of him being the superman, the superhero, the super predator, super whatever the fuck he try to portray himself to be. You know what I'm saying? They want, they, the Asian woman's a bed wench for the white man. The Latino woman's a bed wench for the, uh, for the white man. The East Indian woman is a bed wench for the white man, and you black females are bed wenches. So y'all got a y'all got a whole universal a uh, 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 group of females who are bed wenches for the white man. You see, you got a whole bunch of them. So don't don't you nigga women don't feel don't feel like don't feel bad that you being called bed wenches. You got company. They just ain't telling you that. You got Asian women who don't fuck with Asian men. They only deal with white boys. You got East Indian females that don't fuck with East Indian males. They only deal with white boys. You got Latinas, the Latina exes, they take Latina down. They only fuck with white boys. So you got the nigga woman the same way. She don't fuck with black men. She fuck with white boys because she got that. She got that Alice in Wonderland little girl mentality about that that princess and the and the fucking frog, frog that, you know, the white man being the prince charming. A lot of them got that prince charming mentality with the white man. You see? So, of course, when she grow up, what she going to want to go get? She going to go want to get a white man because he's the alpha man, according to his movies. He's the alpha man, according to his movies, his TV shows, you know, his books, his his comic books, his magazines. He's always portraying himself as the alpha man. So, of course, women are going to want him. And the white man really is a hard sale because he's not attractive at all. The white man's really a hard sell. He had to sell himself, really. You know how the white man sold himself to be attractive? He sold himself in his magazines and his movies. Because if you notice, they always got a, some makeup on the white man. They always got to make him look desirable. They got to cut his hair a certain way. Because they're just not attractive people, Caucasians. They have to make them look attractive. They have to put on a ton of fucking makeup for them people. They have to be in makeup for hours just to go on fucking camera. And they're not even putting on no costume. It's just regular makeup for these motherfuckers. They got to be in makeup for two hours. They got to have a team of makeup artists to make up these motherfuckers' faces. So you know, I'm, I'm being, and then when I look at them, I'll be like, I'll be trying to see what y'all niggas see in white people and attraction. I don't get it. I, I really, 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 really don't get it. And when, I'm going to be honest with you. The only time I had attraction to white women when I was a little boy. Because, you know, I was mesmerized by white people. I lived in the hood, and when you see a white woman, they dress them all up. You be like, hey. Then you really say, hey. (laughs) That's how you be when you see them. You be like, never mind. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of you niggas see, a lot of y'all still be up under that spell, and you don't really see what you're looking at. 
you still see you you looking at you looking at the white man and you talking to him his face and you thinking about Tom Cruise. And then you looking at the white woman, that bitch look like all the she look like hell she look like like how how that homo used to say old poor money, she like a sheep shit in shallow water. The white woman, but she y'all looking at y'all looking at Dolly Parton. Y'all looking at uh shit, what's a pretty white woman? I can't even think of a pretty white woman right now. <laughs> I just go to tell you right there. I can take a thin ten pretty bronze women. I can't take a one pretty white woman really. And I and I still I can't even remember them. The ones I might say now, you better oh, 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 irregular. Who Megan Fox? Yeah, she all right, but and what's the other one I used to like? Okay, I'll, I'll give this one white woman. She played in that movie with Will Smith. What's her name? Well, they was hustling. And what's her name? She uh, I forget what her name is. Margot Robbie. I always thought Margot Robbie was pretty. But see, the thing I like about Margot Robbie is she has attributes of a black woman. Her eyes, the big eyes. That's what make her attractive. You see, that's why they, if you notice, this is why they put her next to Will Smith, because they knew she had to attribute certain attributes of a bronze woman, and they wouldn't look off together. Like, for example, you could put certain bronze people next to certain white people, and it looks off. But then you might put them next to certain people, but it's because they have a certain attribute, because they might, they still keep in mind they have us in their genetics somewhat, a little bit, so it won't look too off. You know what I'm saying? And she was one of those people. That That's why she it didn't look off when she was with Will Smith. You see, she's pretty, Margot Robbie. And she's from Australia. And Australia full of niggas. You know she got some niggas somewhere back there. You see, you know all the, the Australian niggas that you white people tried to wipe out out there in Australia? You remember? All them Australians, you, them motherfuckers, um, um, you call them, um, forget you go, Aborigines that y'all tried to wipe out out there. You see? Mm. So anyway... So the um, white man, when he shoots his shot at the black woman, right, when he tries to hit on the so-called black woman, you do know he's doing that. I told you for a few different reasons, but here's one more that I didn't tell you about. You see, the white man, because he's always having, he always has this power struggle that's going on in him. He wants to be powerful. He wants to appear as powerful because the people who go so hard to try and show that they're powerful are really not. They're really not. See, the quiet, the powerful people are the quiet people. The powerful people that are only going to talk when they need to talk. They're only going to raise their voice when they need to. They're only going to show their teeth when they need to. See, the powerful people you'll never know because the true powerful people have a soft touch and a soft tone. They don't have to raise their voice. You see, they're only going to raise it if necessary. Very rarely will you see them. Very rarely will you hear them. And even if you do see and hear them, you're never going to understand them. Because, see, power don't play and power is always misunderstood. Power is always misunderstood by the three-dimensionals. I told you what pure power is, what true power is. Straight from the wizard's mouth. Pure power is control. Control. Not the actual force of power, but the control of it. We will become powerful in the days to come. CNCZN144. We will become powerful in those days. Those days are upon us. But anyway. So, you know, she thinks that because he's complimenting her and that he's hitting on her, he want to take her to bed and sleep with her. He sees any form of conquest as power. 
any form of sexual conquest is seen as power. You see? Because the same way a faggot wants to fuck another man and thus gain power by breaking him into submission is the same way the white man wants to fuck the black woman. It's a power thing and bringing her into submission because he knows deep down inside he can't get nobody to submit to him. He's a bitch-ass nigga. The white man, if he without a gun in his hand or 50 people behind him, he can't make nobody submit to shit. And especially you so-called black men, unless you niggas under that spell and the white man see some you niggas jump in the, jump in the order like a lot of you bitch-ass niggas do. He ain't even got no gun. Like that bitch, like how they tried to put the, in the movie, like I said, <laughs> the nigga running from this motherfucker for what? You know? So they got to always put that in your mind that you're supposed to be afraid of white people, especially white males. You know, you black males are afraid of white males. From your time with Jesus, your time with that you niggas still with Jesus and God and the white man, which I, you know, she also sees that as well. Jesus and God trying to hit on me subliminally because white people are in the image of Jesus and God. Jesus and God are white men. So this white man likes me and I like God and God is white. So God likes me. She don't think she believes that she thinks that way, but she does. They put white men on God's status. You look at these African hoes. They put the white man, the cave beast, on God's status. Didn't I not prove it to you when I told you them fucking African booty scratches was following that goddamn white boy down the damn African road, and all he had to do was have long hair and a beard, and they followed this motherfucker like he was leading them, like he was their God? You don't think any of these the black females that was following were future bedwinches? Of course they are. Of course they are. And this is what go, they go in their mind. They'll kiss white men's feet. They nasty cave feet. They nasty caveman feet. They'll look out and look out of the white man's crusty ass. Go look at ghetto gaggers. That tell you right there. You know why ghetto gaggers are so popular? Guess who was popular with the nigger woman and the white man? That's who you got a lot of these black bitches that sign up to do that, not for no money because they barely pay them hoes, but for the but just for the for the experience of being humiliated by a god, the white man, by being came on, spit on, shit on, pissed on, being made to eat out of dog dishes by a white man. That's how sick these black bitches are, raw and uncut, put the babies to bed. That's how mentally ill these black bitches are. This is a raw and uncut. This is a one hit or quitter. You ain't gonna hear this no more. It's definitely going on Patreon. We'll put the clean version, the clean version, the snippet clean version there to get your interest. But this is how sick these black bitches are. They under a spell. They'll lick the white man's funky asshole. I done seen them do it. They'll let him piss on them, spit on them, everything. Because that's God doing that to them. That's their God doing it to them. They'll sell their ass to him, and he won't have to do nothing, and they'll snap his finger. He, and the white man loves that status because I told you, he's not he has no power. He knows he has no power. That's why he goes so hard to try to prove how powerful he is because he's a bitch. You see? Without a gun, without a weapon, without a bunch of white boys to back him up, he's a bitch. Look at all these macho white men who in the military come find out later they're a bunch of faggots. They're getting trans, they're getting trans, uh, trans, uh, getting trans, um, transfers. They're getting transferables. 
You know what I mean? Transgenders like Bruce Jenner. Bruce Jenner. <laughs> Remember Bruce Jenner? That nigga was a he. He was the macho white man in the seventies with all them gold medals and she was a macho golden white boy winning all them Olympic medals. Now he a bitch. You know why? Because he was always a bitch. He just got tired of hiding his bitchdom. You see, that's how they all are. They all let it. They all let it hang out at the men's club. You know the boys. When the boys get together, and they have some bourbons and martinis and shit. You know. And they see them, and they hire a whole bunch of young men in there working and shit. You know, young white boys who are trying to make their way through college, and they don't have any money. And those rich white old men in there sucking on cigars. Y'all know what y'all do. I'm about to tell them. I'm telling on you niggas. I'm about to tell on you motherfuckers what y'all clubs really is. You know why y'all don't want no black men in there? Cause you know black men gonna tell on you. But you'll let certain niggas in there who don't went through the ritual. Y'all already know what I mean. Let's just say they like sucking on cigars like y'all. Look at your favorite rappers sucking on cigars. That's all I'm going to say about that. That means something else. Just look for your favorite rappers with big cigars sticking out of their mouth. And those are the guys who can hang around businessmen like Warren Buffett and them. But anyway, I digress. Allegedly. But not allegedly. But allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. I ain't I ain't the rumor the 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 the, the what I wanna say, the, the the thoughts being expressed by the um does not reflect mental like radio, but anyway, I'm just playing. But I'm just I'm I'm, I'm you know. Just just so you know. So people are into power. With the white man's sex is power. He views the so-called black man as the most powerful man on the planet, bar none. He views the black man, he, he don't want to say it, but he can't deny it. He views the so-called black man like the clown that came on the broadcast. He knew I was his God. I was his Lord. That's why he wanted to interact with me, because that's what homosexuals like to do. They want to, If they can't interact with you physically, they want to interact with you verbally. Sorry, sir, I don't talk that way. But anyway... So they'll do that because sex to them is a power thing. It's not a romance thing. It's not an intimacy thing. It's a power thing with the humans, especially Caucasian males, because you being the most powerless men on the planet without guns and weapons and a whole bunch of y'all and bombs to hide from, y'all could y'all wouldn't be shit. And y'all know it. Y'all was getting the, the planet was getting wiped up with y'all asses in the, in the past. As you speak, the brakes off y'all, kick y'all in y'all ass. That's why you hate black men so much, because you know that's what niggas was doing to y'all in the past. Your spirit still remember. That's why you hate niggas. And I don't blame you. You know what y'all like? Y'all y'all like the nerds that got even with the jocks. That's what you white boys are. That's why you got corporations where you got the jocks working for you. You nerd-ass crackers got the jocks working for you. You call them niggas. You trade them. Because those were the niggas that used to kick your ass in the ancient days. Treat y'all like bitches. Smack y'all around and whatnot. You know how the jocks do the nerds. That's how nigger, the nigger men back in the past used to do the white man and the rest of the human races. And they already know. They, that's why when they, we know how you know that whenever the cops come, they call them on one niggas, ten cops coming and whatnot. Because they know if 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 he's long enough to nigga there and he start to figure out, and he looking to see if any help coming, he looking for the camera, he looking to see how quick he can get to your gun, you know you're about to beat the brakes off you, right? The 
depending on how serious his charge is, he about to run up on that white cop and beat the fucking brakes off him. And I done seen the videos. Now threw your ass in the thing, stomped y'all out, took your gun, got in the car and drove off in your car. You know that would happen a lot more if y'all didn't have backup and a lot of guns. Niggas are overrunning society. And you know that, so you know them as the real power. So, of course, you want to be connected to the power source that he comes out of. And who is that? The black woman. You follow? He wants to be connected to the power source in which the black man comes out of, the black woman. Now he'll take you black men's buttholes, too. That's a power source. That's an outlet. I'm just being real here. Because a black man's butthole and a black woman's vagina is the same thing, whether you know it or not. And they're sick-ass minds. And they're sick-ass minds. The nigga's ass and the black woman's vagina is the same thing. Why do you think they was ass-raping the men and the, and raping and having sex with the women to stay on the plantation? Now, if you were straight men, what you want to have sex with a black man for? They made sure they did it to black men and the black woman just to show that I, I'm, I'm plugged into the power. I can control and rape and control and put my dick in the power whenever I feel like it. Put my dick in the power cakes. That's what he did it for. So now, fast forward up to the modern day. Fast forward up to the modern day. He's still after that power. Why do you think he sit around and watch you so-called black men play basketball and sports all the time and he made tight shorts and pants for you to run up and down in? Why do you think that is? So you can see the imprint of your dicks and look at your ass cheeks. That's why he made those shorts for you black men in basketball. The ones that's high, that's that's you know you niggas know them shorts is tight, and the white man designed them for you. You niggas know them football pants is tight. Go look at the football pants. You know they designed them for you. They they'll give you all kind of excuses why they tight so tight. Well, see they gotta be tight so when you run, your your nuts won't hang in the air, right? You wanna look at my ass and my nuts, you faggot. Cause he likes that. What was the white man doing on the slave plantation when they get, here's his excuse, you know, when niggas, when the black men and them was naked up on the damn thing selling, they were selling niggas in the slave. You know what the white man do? He come put his hands on your nuts and hold your nuts. I see, he's good breeding stock. That was just his excuse to feel a black man nuts and be the faggot that he was. So he, had, he wouldn't have to be seen as open faggot. So why would you want to take that job? Of all jobs to have, you want to take the job holding a man's nuts in your hand? Because you were silent, Mike. You and, and sodomy and homosexuality to the white man is not wrong because in his mind, all kinds of sexual acts and penetrating somebody equals power. Okay? That equals power. Sexual conquest is power to the white man. That's why he want to have sex with you black women. Not because he like you. Not because he really want to be with you. Not because he really has feelings for you. You're a sexual conquest. You're power. And a lot of you so-called black females, you turned on by that idea. You're like, oh, he want he, he see me as power. Well, I'm gonna give him some of this power. Good, good. Go on, get more of that power. But see, here's the problem: when you get more of that power, you get left drained. You see, because a power fiend wants the power so that he can drain the power source. Let me prove to you what I mean. Now, when the white man was out there dicking down all those young black girls in North Carolina, having a ball, he was getting a time, having the time of his life off all that black ass he was having. He was, having, he was in a chocolate factory. Had all that black ass out there. 
but he left a little package behind. HIV, right? Some herpes, a little bit of everything. You always leave a package. The beasts always leave a package behind for you. You know, them bitches are destroyed forever. Now them hoes gonna go into the world and give their disease to other niggas. That's how you niggas get STDs from the nigga woman who wanna who's fascinated by the caveman attraction for her because she'll do anything. She'll suck him raw, fuck him raw, do everything, and then come back with a disease and hold her head up high. See, that's the ghetto gaggers. They always sound intelligent. Listen to the ghetto gaggers when they talk. I heard these bitches do an interview. None of them was hood bitches. They all sounded fairly intelligent, like they could actually get a job in corporate white America. Hmm. Could that be because that's what the white man really wants? See, he don't want the ghetto, the chicks. From the, he'll take the hood, hood boogers you know, if he can't get the educated nigger women because that's more of a conquest, more of a prize because, you know, the educated nigger woman thinks she the shit, don't she? So that's more of a power jump when he can screw up. Tell you how the white man thinks, how he really thinks. For, so for you bedwinches, I'm giving you a real... Cause I told you I'm going to out everybody. I'm outing everybody. So for you bedwinches, whoever wondered about whether the white man really likes you, here's your answer right here and why he's attracted to you. Low and uncut. Now he could try and deny it. Y'all could laugh at the dinner. <laughs> yeah, this fucking guy is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Because he know exactly what I'm saying is the truth. He only wants to, another reason he wants to lay with you black men, I told you before, is because he can be, in his mind, he could be a black man. In his mind, he knows what he's doing is wrong, so he imagines himself as a black man every time he lay down with you. You see? What, you think you might think you laying down with Brad, but in his mind, when he's fucking you, he's Raheem. <laughs> he's Raheem. He's in his alter ego. You know what I mean? He's in his alter ego. Or he just Brad, the slave master. And you his nappy-headed hoe who's a slave. His slave bedwinch. They like to play that fantasy, too. Because remember, when being a master and having a bedwinch, that's a form of power. She's submissive to you. Tell her what to do. Right? Whenever she, whenever you want, you have sex with her. She got no say. Now, you know the white man loved them golden days because... He, he ain't, listen, man, the white man, nobody, when he tell a white a woman to get naked, unless he got a gun or a knife, ain't nobody paying no attention to taking the white man seriously. Unless he got a gun or a knife or he about to rape you or something like that, or he a violent rapist. When the white man try to tell a woman to take her clothes, that's the most awkwardest shit when he trying to ask for some sex. That's the most awkwardest shit. Now you know that. Because a lot of you white boys bought that fucking automatic book um, that Tariq Nasheed put out. So you got to, you, you racist ass white boys, you bought the automatic because you don't know how to talk to a woman. Now you white boys are awkward. You don't know how to talk to no women. You know what I'm saying? All you know how to do is pull out your, your wallet. You see? You got to pull out your wallet. Hell, the only reason y'all go to college is to get women. That's the only reason. Or, like I said, you buy prostitutes. A lot of you awkward ass niggas the same way. You just like the white man. You don't know how to, you don't, you don't, you don't know how to talk to no women. And when you white boys learn how to talk to women, you you usually listen to a nigger. You went somewhere and you saw a nigger rapping to a woman, and you start and you just mimic that. All right, here go one one one. I already know. Here go one one one. Maybe maybe it's a racist white boy. Let me see what the racist white boy or whoever got to say. Let me hear this. Yeah, I'm not okay. white. You're racist, motherfucker. Thank you, faggot. Thanks, <laughs> hey, faggot. 
I'm not right, you racist motherfucker. You hear them? Yeah. Am I coming in clear? Okay. All right. I'm not right, you racist motherfucker. Well, what are you? What are you? Call back. And call back from a real number. Don't be a faggot like you are and hide behind your 111. Be a real man. I mean, act like a man. I know you can't be a man. Act like a man. That sounds better. You sitting there with your black girlfriend getting mad because she looking at you funny, Brad? That's why you called in here? Why are you listening, Brad? If I'm full of shit, then you shouldn't listen. You and um um, what's your black bitch name? What's her name? Uh uh um, Devin. You know, you know the names you black hoes have when you with the white man. You Devin or whatever, or or, or Mountain or whatever the fuck you call yourself, just to be with these crackers. Sasha, Brittany, whatever the fuck. Brittany, God, listen with Brad. See, see if Brad, see if Brad starts sweating as he's listening, because he know he in the truth. You know. So anyway, you know these, these white boys will act like they really into you, nigga, women, and y'all act like y'all actually flattered. But let me say, tell you something about the white man. The white male stick his dick in anything. He'll stick his dick in anything. Why you think? Where you think all the weird sex toys came from? It ain't come from black men, you know, making 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 rubber pussies, uh, 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 some shit I don't know, look like some cattle prod. He stick their dick in all kind of weird shit. White man will stick his dick in anything: a doll, a cut out vagina, a fucking plastic wall, a dog, a cat. Oh, now, 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 Brad, don't act like you ain't you, your your people ain't sodomized animals. That ain't that ain't something niggas do. You got, well, you got a bunch of dumb niggas. You got some few niggas now that follow y'all, but that's y'all shit. You'll you'll sodomize an animal. You'll sodomize another man. You'll sodomize a woman. You'll sodomize uh, the ground, children, whatever. You'll stick your dick in anything. All right, here goes seven seven two. All right, seven seven two. I get you in a second. Hold on. But let me just finish making my point about the white man. So you black females are no different. You just another hole for him to stick his dick in. He uh, is no emotion with him. You just something another hole to stick his dick in. You see? Because he he probably like I said, if he can't get a hold of a little boy, or a little girl, or an animal, a barnyard animal, his dog. You know, well, he, he can't get a hold of an animal with sodomized. Remember what your favorite animal used to be back in the past? It was a sheep. Remember that? Remember you, you white boys used to sodomize sheeps? As I said, the sheep's vagina, it looks like a woman's vagina. Now tell me I'm lying. Let me see, 772. You might be Brad from 111. 772. <laughs> nah, fuck, fuck, uh, excuse my language, but fuck Brad, fuck the rest of them. Um, but it's a, uh, it's a thought that came to my mind when you were talking um <clears throat> Like they like they really at war with nature, so they gotta like try to coerce, and it's really by force. Like a lot of it, you get what I'm trying to say. Like it's really by conquest that they really gotta go. Like they really gotta make like really like survive. Because if you like like you were saying with these jocks, it's like the thought came to me that these jocks is probably them being able to use these jocks over time is probably the only thing keeping these Neanderthals hit. Because they probably mm-hmm. should have been gone. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say? They probably should have been gone. Like, um, well, well as far I told as you on the plantation. Oh, God, I'm yeah. sorry, God, brother. What was you going to say? 
Um, but it's like it's, it's like a it's like a whole. It's probably like if you look at it over time, like even going back to the ancient world, even going back to Babylon and Sumerians and all. It's almost as if like like whenever they on their last legs, it's like they got this psychological operation where they use these niggas to try to cultivate some black some black women for them. You get mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say? It's like now I'm seeing these southern I'm seeing these southern these southern Negroes like they being used like all these Greek fraternity southern Negroes are being used. They the ones like these sorority sisters. They the ones that that's cultivating the black women to to you know what I mean to find some type of appeal in the white man. Yeah, because these black bitches are witches. They are witches. Okay, and part of their witchcraft is to push the nigger woman against nature. What is pushing the black woman against nature? Forcing her to be with the white man. I told you the black female, the liberated black female who believes in God and white God and Jesus is a witch. She practices Satanism and witchcraft because part of Satanism and witchcraft is pushing things that are unnatural together. You see, to go against nature. So when she pushes the black woman with the white man, that's going against nature. That's going against the Most High. That's going against the Lord. Because the Lord created us or projected us here as the almond race to be with one another. We were projected bronze man, the bronze woman, the African man got his African woman, the white man got his white woman, the Asian man got his Asian woman. Everybody got their own woman. So why the fuck are they trying to push everybody with different people? Why are they doing that? Because that's against nature. And the beast is against nature. And the nigger woman. The nigger woman, because as you say, I'm a racist. I'm a, I'm, I'm a human racist, sir. I'm talking about that clown that called it. I, I, everybody can get it. Fuck all of y'all. Not you, bro, but I'm talking about all these races. Fuck all of y'all and the black race. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, nobody so nobody I, I'm pro-truth. Fuck everybody who, don't, who, anti, who anti-truth. Fuck everybody who isn't who not, who, who for, not for the truth and reality. I'm being real. So yeah, what it is is they're, they're, anti, they're anti-nature. The nigger woman is anti-natural. That's why she stole that fake fucking hair in her head, because she don't like her natural hair. She's lighting her fucking skin, because she don't like how her natural skin looks. She's anti-nature, man. That liberated nigger woman is anti-natural. And so, of course, that right. puts her in alignment with the white man, because he ain't natural. <clears throat> and, the, and the other day, I was listening to um, Phil Valentine. You remember Phil Valentine, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he was mentioning on um, because like he mentioned the Kabbalah, and they got the thing in Kabbalah where the triple, the triple black moon, and you know, all going back to the black woman and all that. But like, if you ask me, if you look at nature itself and how they gotta cultivate nature, and how they, how they, how they, you know, as far as force and abuse, what they do to the plants, what they do to the trees, you know what I mean? How they harvest all that shit. Now in America. We reached the point where it's like it's like a lot of the GMO foods that they was putting into the ground. It's like that shit don't want to grow. It's like the plants are saying, "Yo, I don't." It's like the plants are saying, "Yo, I don't want to grow to feed you niggas no more." Yeah, because you know the white I mean? man, because like like the white man, because yeah. the white man sodomized the earth. That was his way of sodomizing the earth by putting that GMO bullshit in it. See, he always put something unnatural in a natural, but that's a form of sodomy. But go ahead, brother. Yeah, it's like a it's like a like woman that that gets. Put a man crazy. dick. Like, just let me. Just, yeah, okay, I'm sorry, go ahead, brother. I'm sorry, I was about to make a bad, yeah. one, but nah, funny and real announcement. <laughs> but go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> nah, yeah, it's like God, a woman. I'm, I'm like gonna a... say what I'm gonna say about how he like to put the unnatural uh, un, uh, things in unnatural places. But go ahead. Right, right, right. And it's like he get a kick out of that, like that twist. Like, let's see, mm-hmm. I can put this in here and see how you react to it. 
but it's like, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's sad, man, but it's like, it's almost he, 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 yeah, right. He, he, all, he all about a man putting his dick in another man's ass. How unnatural can you get the net? How nasty and degenerate can you get the net? And he pro he, he, he pro that? And he pro that? Or two right. women licking each other? And he pro that? Right. As a way of life? As any form of sexual... Uh, are you serious? That's what that's what he's about. Right. They, they ain't think, take us anything that's natural and making it unnatural. That's what the beast is about. That's what the white man and the nigga woman is about. The liberated nigga woman. You see? The nigga, right. excuse me, the liberated yeah. nigga female. She ain't a woman. She's a female. Just like the white man's not a man, he's a male. Right. And I want everybody that's listening, and I want everybody that's listening to really keep an eye on us. Keep an eye on the food. You get what I mean? Because the biggest thing about America is that nobody starves in America. Nubin Minkari, can you name one person that starved to death in this country? No. None. You could always go get some fucking they, to eat. You could eat out. You could eat out of a damn garbage can. There ain't no such thing as starving in America. That's bullshit. Right. Look how. Look at how. Big you got, let me. Let me just say. It. Let me. Let me just say. It. You can go behind any fucking uh, 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 fast food restaurant, and they'll give you the fucking food because they're gonna throw it out anyway. You can go to any restaurant right. anywhere. That what you thought? You think these bums be living in subsistence? They they ain't fucking hungry. Them motherfuckers be begging for money for drugs. They don't want no fucking food. They want alcohol or drugs because you can get food any place. You can go to a homeless shelter and get food. You go to the back of a fucking restaurant that's throwing out food because they only gonna throw it in the garbage anyway. They'll give it to you. So who the fuck is like right. you said? Who the fuck is starving in America? Right. And I want all, I want everybody that's listening. I want you know everybody that that got is to hit. I want them to really look at the food situation. Really look at the situation with the crops. Because with the with the pandemic, you know they made the whole big situation. You know about the supply chain. Or they ain't got enough meat workers. You know what I mean? They ain't got enough workers in the in the in the the, the meat shops. And uh, they ain't got enough farmers. They ain't got enough this. They ain't got enough that. I want y'all to really look at it like. Really look at it and take heed that you know the plants, because you know plants are alive. Yeah, I know. Of course, of course they're alive. You, like everything, they everything on like earth they, is alive, yeah. brother. Everything on earth is alive. Right. Even the dead people. Everything is alive. Right. It's just not. It's right. just not on the level of life that you think it is. But it's alive because anything on a living organism is going to be living. Right. You follow? And they hear. Trust me, yeah. I follow. I follow, and and they hear. So I want everybody to really look at the situation where it's like it's like rejection. It's like they can't handle rejection. Once they get rejected, it's like I right, now we, it's like now we got to come up with a plot to rape them. You yeah. get what I'm trying to say? It's like when they get, yeah. they get because, rejected because now, nature, they got a plot nature, on nature rejected the human race. Nature rejected. Right. Well, let me tell you what I mean by that. Every time natural sunlight hits the planet, it's going to take up. And it's going to connect to those who are natural here by nature. So when it doesn't accept you, when it fucking burns you, like a lot of these Africans get burned. It ain't just the white man getting burned. A lot of these doodle-eating Africans get burnt. That's why they look so fucking black and blue, because that's blisters on their skin. They're burnt. Like how the white man get burned red from the sun, the fucking Africans get burnt black from the sun. It ain't just there ain't no there ain't just no melanin and no color thing. You got I'll show you some burnt up ass Africans, some burnt up ass East Indians, some burnt up ass Caucasians. You know what I'm saying? They and Caucasians are really burnt up ass people. And there's some burnt up black ass niggas. Yep. Yeah, that 
that can't step out into the sun for shit. They step out into the sun and they start burning. Yeah. Meanwhile, they darker than me. That's right. You get what I'm trying That's to say? That's right. Everybody like, ain't absorbing yeah. no sunlight here, see, because when you got that demon on you, you're saying it's hard for you to absorb that sunlight. Watch when our, our people got them demons on them, they can't absorb sunlight, man, because the demon is a blocker to the sunlight. That demonic energy is a blocker to the sunlight. You ever see the most demonic and evil people, how they act, they have they have all kind of dark darkness and, and brightness and whatnot, reds and all this other stuff in their skin. They get blotchy and burnt skin because, like I said, that demon on them is keeping out sun from going in and connecting to where it's got to go. Now, you humans, like I said, because they are not from the sun by nature, they can't absorb sunlight. Right. And even though, and even though this podcast is about the black woman, I just want everybody, every, I just want everybody to look at the food situation. You get what I mean? Because it's like, it's like, for example, it's like you try to holler at a girl, she don't, she don't want you. You realize she don't want you, and you're like, well, fuck you too, damn bitch, you stink ass hoe. But meanwhile, no, when that's you go the white man home, right there. He really do that when he get mad with a woman don't want him. He'll beat a bitch down, kill her. You know what I'm saying? The white man, look, don't don't let him get rejected. He really can't handle rejection. You don't want to tell a white man, especially you black women, you be every he'd be like, hey sweetheart, hey sunshine, hey sexy chocolate woman. No, no, thank you, but nigger bitch. You be a nigger bitch in five seconds. Remember the white guy when I didn't accept none of his stuff that he was saying? It sounds stupid. He went from he went from Brad to mo. He went from the most. Uh, uh, rational acting motherfucker on the planet to I, I became he became a savage in two seconds I became a nigga and everything else because when they can't they can't take it they fragile people when they can't win an argument when they stay self losing the animal come out of them that's why I became a fucking nigga and everything else and I didn't insult that guy and the white man to do it to you black bitches too. Because as soon as you tell him that you get tell Brad you don't want to be with him no more, you start questioning Brad or that old evil demonic spirit come on Brad and that dog come out of him, he's going to rip your black ass apart, see, because he ain't going to recognize you as one of his own. He might wake up, you might finish right. fucking you one night, wake up the next day, you nappy-headed black bitch, what are you doing in my bed? Yeah, let's right. do that. Ain't that what that football player did? We beat the shit out of that black bitch. He put her head through one. The nigga bitch was trying to make excuses for him. Oh, he's bipolar. Uh, see, see, he's got mental issues. Uh, he, he told he called all kind of black bitches and something, and he beat the bitch right. into a coma, damn near. And then she, she, she told, and then he wakes up after he beat her ass. I, I thought I killed you. But you know <laughs> how. You, but you know but how. But you ain't hear about that. That, that, died, that story died down real quick in the news. Notice that. Yeah, man. But you know how these beta men are. They'll beat, they'll beat the shit out of a female. And then at the end of the day, it's like, damn, I, I really love that black bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He really did. <laughs> he really did love her. You know what that I mean? was his favorite punching bag. Right. You know? They'll use a black woman as a punching bag and then be like, damn, I really love that black bitch. But even though even though this podcast was about black women, I just want everybody, you know, look at nature. And we got you. Got you on the food, brother. We got you on the food. We got yeah. you. We got you. Because, but listen, brother, thank yeah, you for like, calling in. It's like rape. Okay, I got you, brother. They raping the land, brother. That's all you're saying. I got you. They are raping the land because the beasts are rapists. But thank you for calling in. We're going to take a little break. We'll be right back. Thank you, brother. All right. A little bit of a break. And, uh... Well, I want to play Butterfly, Herbie Hancock. You know, we'll be right back.
So anyway, I know I said some shocking things tonight, but nonetheless true. Nonetheless true. I know some of my white listeners out there, as many of you as there are, I know it's a lot of you motherfuckers. Y'all angry right now. You pissed off because I'm a racist fuck and all this other stuff you're going to call me. I'm racist, you know, and all that. I'm, You know, all that sucker shit. I don't care. I ain't Joe Rogan. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Joe Rogan got to give a fuck. I don't. I say what I want to say. And I encourage anybody to say what they think. See, I'm never going to tell people they're wrong for saying how they feel about stuff. As long as you don't try and call yourself taking it past words. You know what I mean? See, the minute you start taking it past words and it becomes a threat, then you're going to be threatened yourself. That's all I say. But you can say what you can. Clan don't have to like niggas. That's fine. Like, we, me and my wives was just having a conversation, a discussion, about this whole thing of emotion. And I'm not going to tell you where it's linked to. I'm not going to reveal my business. Some of y'all already know I ain't going to go into that. But this part of my business, right, I'm going to just say this. We Part of my business is, like, you know, we're unlimited. That's all I'm going to say. Think that if people found out who Nubin Minkari's is, they won't want to get unlimited no more. Well, let me, let me newsflash. Everybody's a racist. Every except you niggas. Y'all ain't racist because y'all too dumb to be racist. You you don't understand what racist. You niggas are not racist. You, you got to be smart to be racist. Because what I mean by it is you got to know that there's a difference first and foremost before you racist, right? In order for you to be a racist, don't you got to know that there's a difference between races? Yes or no? So that don't that take a level of intelligence to know the difference? Between the races, you stupid-ass niggas don't know. You'll be like, oh, we all the same. That means you niggas too dumb to be racist. You got to know the difference between races in order to be racist. I've been to the difference between when I was four. When I was three, when I seen, because I, I was always figuring this shit out of my head when I was three years old. I seen all I have a group around was niggas, and I saw white people. At all that, three and all, then I seen the East Indians. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Why black people got straight hair like white people? I never seen nothing like that before, and it freaked me out. East Indians freaked me out for the rest of my life. I mean, for till I was about 17, I got used to them then. But to see dark skinned people with straight hair like white people, that used to freak me out. But I was very well aware of race and that I was different, and that we were different as a people. It just didn't come to the fact that we were armed until later. But that that's the key to being a real racist, to know the difference between races. And the white man know the difference. He can step here and talk about all women. Bullshit. All women ain't the same. All men are not the same. You want to tell that lie that all men and women are the same because you don't want to expose yourself as a racist. That knows the difference. Knows damn well that all men and women are not the same. That black people are not part of the human race. We are a whole other species, and y'all know it. You got to be blind to think that black people are part of the human race. Black people are not a part of the human race. Black people are a whole other species known as Amun. We are part of the Amun race, not the human race. You can look at us and look at them, and you can tell our attributes. Our attributes are not human attributes. Our hair is not human hair. Human hair is animal hair. Human hair is animal fur. Our hair is woolly, steel wool crowns. We have steel wool crowns, which comes from a state of solar projection that gives our hair rise to grow up through the solar plex that's in our chest. We have steel wool crowns, or what you call woolly hair, Right? Now, what creates steel, right? Carbon and what? Iron. We are definitely carbonated beings. We're carbon beings. 
and we take in iron just by what we eat. And when we take in that iron, especially like greens and things like that, you see that steel wool effect. That's why if you notice you see a lot of black people down south they had good grades of hair, good hairlines or whatnot. You know why that is? You know why black people down south have good grades of woolly hairline, afros, old men be growing afros? Because they constantly eating that iron, which is the greens. Iron and carbon equals steel. What is this here? Steel wool. It grows. You follow? When those compounds come together of iron and carbon, steel grows from that. Steel germinates from that. That's how the white man put steel in buildings. Steel is put in buildings because a man by the name of Andrew Carnegie, who they call the steel magnet, they used, he used to have an iron company. Right, he had an iron metal before it was a time before steel, everything in this country was made out of iron. All the metal was iron. It became steel when a man by the name of Carnegie, who had a metal works company or iron, even though they they was trying different ways to create a stronger metal. So what they did was they took iron as the base, which was the strongest metal at the time, known as to be the strongest metal. They took iron as the base and added carbon to it. And once they added iron and carbon together, that produced steel. And steel is used in every building on this planet. They reinforce steel because that is the elements that we are made out of. That is the elements that we are projected out of as the bronze race. Why We're growing steel wool out of our hair. Out of our head, this is steel wool. You see? So we are those people of steel. Meaning we are those people of steel because we are carbon and iron rich. And thus, we are the people of that steel magnet, which draws people to us. Magnetism. You see? We draw people to us because we carry that magnetized steel energy on us. People get connected to us. That's why the white man get connected to you so-called black women. Because, see, his women ain't got no flavor. They just regular and plain and shit. They don't, they some plain Janes. That term plain Jane comes, come from their ass. Plain Janes. You see, flat ass, no hips, no tits. If they got some tits, they got to get some blow-up tits. Fake tits, no ass, no hips. A real woman's supposed to have ass and hips and breasts. Not no ass, no hips, maybe some tit or no hit, no tits, a little bit of ass, and it's all built like a fucking box. A woman is supposed to be shaped like a woman. Their women barely make the fucking grade. The only way the white women make the grade is have you white bitches are like men in drag. A lot of you white bitches are like men in drag, especially you Asians too. You Asians look like y'all could be young boys. But I guess that's why the white man like fucking Asian women because it reminds them of young Asian boys. Because y'all, you white men love to stick your dicks in young boys and black women. So, again, that's what I, I'm, I'm perplexed to understand why y'all feel some sort of, some sort of uh, uh, flattery from a man who would stick his dick in a little boy. Or another man. Or a farm or a barnyard animal. Or or or, or, or a fucking machine. I, I, I 
clam to understand. Please explain to me why you find it flattering that he would stick his dick in you. When he, I just show you he'll stick his dick in anything. Why do you fi- how do you find that flattering? Please, somebody help me. Make me understand this. Make me comprehend this. White callers, you can call. You white males, you call in. I'll take your calls. Even if you want to hide behind 111 and call me a few niggas. God, I'll take your call. Make me understand how black women are attracted to men who, males who will stick their dick in anything. You know you white boys would do that. That's why y'all the biggest supporters of homosexuality. You the biggest supporters of LGBT. Hell, y'all the y'all the real LGBT community. Y'all don't y'all ain't out here talking about well we need to stop this side of me that's going on. Y'all ain't out here doing that. Y'all ain't doing that. Cause y'all y'all ain't really got no problem with that. You only you only gonna be against that which you have a problem with. And I told you, you people like unnatural things. You can't get no more unnatural than homosexuality and lesbianism. You can't get no more unnatural than that. And I understand y'all fighting for it because that's y'all way of life. You see, I, I understand the stance people take about things like that. When gay people stand up for gay rights, of course you're going to stand up for your way. I'm not saying you're wrong for that. I just don't agree with it. It's just crazy as cat shit to me. But, hey, it is what it is. You're supposed to be about what you what you what you you supposed to support and stick up for what you're about. I'm not begrudging you that and say what you believe in. But... Keep it to words. Everybody has a thought to share. Whether you like it or not, just keep it to words. You ain't got to listen. But you ain't going to tell nobody what they can't say. Dangerous. That's dangerous when you tell people say what they, other people can't say. You can say whatever you want. What happened to that Constitution again, that thing called the Constitution? As long as you are not impeding on other people's you know, freedoms and, you know, trying to be a threat. No, you know, me paraphrasing. As long as you're not trying to be a threat to nobody in what you're saying, you can say whatever you want to say. I support the white supremacists, the Jews, and everybody else who got their opinions and thoughts. I support everybody. I don't care if they want to call me a nigger. I don't care if they think of me as a mud baby, a nigger, a dumb nigger. I, support, I even support that white faggot that called in and called me a Bronx Zoo nigger. I support his right to say That's why I had him on the cast. As long as you don't take it past words, we all right. That's fine, because I'm going to have the freedom to say the same things that's on my mind. Don't get mad when Nubin Minkari speaks about what's on his mind. See, that's when people get mad. As long as I, I got the mind of a dumb nigga, and I'm saying dumb nigga shit, I can speak my mind. Men and I'm not talking like a dumb nigga no more. Uh-oh. But anyway, no, I don't. I really don't get the flattery here. I really don't get the flattery because it ain't like you black bitches be balling out of control when you get with the white man. And let's just take it from a material status, monetary. Here it is. You have Robert De Niro, Caucasian, Caucasian Italian actor, Robert De Niro, who loved him some black coochie. Loved him some black coochie. was his wife, Rose Hightower, whatever her name, Hightower and all the Grace Hightower. He always had them black females in the 90s on his arm. And you black hoes that lined up next to him. You love Bobby, didn't you? You love Bobby De Niro. You love Bobby D. Right? Bobby gave you that D, right? Gave you that dick, that Italian sausage. You black bitches love that, right? But surprise, when your black ass bitch, you had them children by Bobby D, he didn't leave you with shit. No child support. He just had, he, he probably had them great kids, which he was like, uh, uh I, I, I love this black bitch. Let me act like I want to have kids with her. I'll just get these two little nigglets, you know, their little inheritance. And then I'm going to go, you know, and go go into that great pizza shop in the sky. You know, that's Bobby D. You know, you know, you Italians, you hate niggas. You hate niggas. So Bobby D, you probably was choking the black bitch while you was fucking her. 
Because you can't stand niggas after what niggas, I, I don't blame you. After niggas ran their dick through Sicily and fucked all your women and changed the face of your, of your country, literally. How you go from white boys, Italians with straight hair to Sicilians with afros overnight. You niggas was using afro sheen. <laughs> Remember you niggas needed afro sheen over there in Jerry Curl Juice for your nappy hair? From your black daddies who was fucking your white mothers over there and putting babies in them hoes? While he was bending over them pizza ovens and spreading that, spreading that pasta? <laughs> Let me have a laugh while I report history, God damn it, because that's really what happened. The Moors had a ball over there, and your women loved every minute of it. Don't act like y'all was angry that the niggas came over there and raped. They niggas ain't have to come over there and rape your women. They came over there and took your women. And they love getting took. Again and again and again. Hell, it was like, they, 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 we got pictures of niggas sitting with their feet up in Italy. The white women massaging their feet and shit. Don't look like them white women want them niggas to get out of Italy so fast. But that, I digress. I'm having a little fun. You fucking racist. <laughs> I can have fun with, you gotta have fun with this thing. When you're telling the truth. We'll be right back.
And we're back. I know I've said a lot of people in the things I said, and, um, you know, my response to that is, fuck you, I don't care. I don't fuck what y'all niggas think. Crackers think. I don't fuck what y'all think. Don't you? Y'all got the memo online. I don't fuck what y'all think. I ain't trying to be popular. I ain't Joe Rogan, bitch ass. I ain't trying to sit up here and help y'all forgive me for what I said. I don't give a fuck if y'all forgive me or not. Don't listen to me. You know? I don't tell them. I don't tell white supremacists what to say. I tell them they're free to say what they want. I fight for their right to say what they want to say. I fight for their right to call black men niggas. That sounds funny, but I do. I don't want to be like you bitch ass niggas. Tell me, he called me a nigga. The only way you should be like that if he call you a nigga to your face. Then that's different. Because that's just ultimate disrespect. Then you can beat the brakes off of him. But if he calling you a nigga in a fucking tape somewhere with his friends or his father, his white friends, and they saying nigga and say, I don't give a fuck. Let them have at it. Who cares? If they want to do blackface and tap dance and all that other shit, but you better not do it to me or in front of me. Then it's going to be a problem. Just like I won't disrespect you and call you crackers and kikes and faggots. I won't do that in front of y'all. I'm going to have respect for y'all. Because it's all about respect until you cross the line in disrespect. And that means trying to put your hands on people and trying to get physical. But as far as you saying what you say, I could kill us. Everybody should have the right to say what they want to say. I don't care what it is. I don't care whether I agree with it, how foul I think it. I could care less. Everybody deserves to express themselves. Don't you sit up here and try to deny people they right because your, fu- your fucking feelings is hurt because y'all motherfuckers are butt hurt because you don't like hearing the truth. You black females, y'all really butt hurt because you black bitches can't stand the truth. We know that. Every time you glue that wig on your head, you know you nigga bitches can't stand the truth. Every time you take five layers of that makeup on to look lighter, you know you can't stand the truth. You think you a black, ugly mess, and you think the white man, you're trying to really look good for the white man when you got all that shit on your head and on your face. You can say it's for the black man, but no, y'all don't care about the nigga, man. Because he weak, he powerless, he can't keep, he can't give you that, 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 that image of uh, prosperity. You know, you nigga women, you love the image of prosperity. The white man is the image of prosperity in America, I get it. So you want to be with him. That's your motivation. His motivation is he want to just stick his dick in, in, in anything that's strange and not natural. And him putting his dick in you is not natural. He knows that. He knows he's supposed to be with his own cave woman. He knows he, what he's doing is against nature. He knows that. That's why he want to do it. That's a turn on him. He feels, You know where he get derived, the white man derives his power from? From going against nature. There you go. He derives his power because he can't go with nature. But what's that? So what's that saying? If I can't get, if I can't, how he says he do it backwards. If I can't beat him, join him. The white man is. If I can't join him, I'm gonna try to beat him. I want to be with you niggas, but because I'm anti-natural, I'm and I really wish I could be you. I'm gonna just go against you because I want to feel some kind of power. You follow what I'm saying? So when he stick his dick in your woman, it's just him being his old unnatural self. He know what he's doing is wrong. He shouldn't even be talking to your woman. Your woman shouldn't even be talking to him. That's bestiality. Let me take a call, 347. 347, you're in the air. Hey, good evening. How are you, man? Um, I just wanted to answer your question. Yes. Yeah, the question you had was, you know, the humans just, they take in for anything. I think that really comes from curiosity. Really curiosity because, you know, the bronze, the bronze of the natural people of almond. You know, you come encased with knowledge, how to bathe yourself, how to take care of yourself, how to be a deity. Diet people, you know, real men were women. Yeah. You know, but these people, they're like Curious George. 
curious George yeah. you know whatever it is you know they just walk yeah. around the planet like that you know I see the I see everything yeah. Yeah, yeah they they lost. They they are lost people. You ever see you ever talk to a white person or Asian or any, any of these human the East Indian and you having the most logical conversation you could tell they off like they really don't understand what you're saying. They're trying to understand as a bronze person, you could tell unless you unless you act like them and talk to them, then they'll kinda of understand you. That's why they put you through certain ways of talking and expressing yourself, because that's what they understand. When you try to speak like your natural self, it they'll say stupid shit like, He's you're kind of aggressive, uh you you know, you're kinda of the way you, you present yourself. It's kind of, um, you know, in other words, anything natural comes off as aggressive to them. You follow what I'm saying? You come off as aggressive. You could just be talking regular to them, and that's aggressive to them because anything that's natural is aggressive. That's why you refer, that's That's why they refer to natural disasters as disasters. When it's just really natural occurrences, they call them disasters because anything natural is aggressive. It is catastrophic to them. You follow? Yeah, I follow. Yeah. I follow everything, Mm -hmm. Thank you, Norman. You're welcome. All right. You're welcome. Peace. That's helping the young brothers out, raising a whole new generation, the next generation, so we don't have to raise no ass-kissing coons and sambos. So I know that the next generation of young men and young women coming up get their minds right because I helped get them right. I helped get them on the right path, the righteous path, so they know what you're dealing with. You know what you're dealing with. You young bronze women who have not slept with Brad yet, who were contemplating, I hope this broadcast goes out to you, because you do know you're going to commit bestiality. You do know you're going to commit bestiality. Because you know these Caucasians, these Asians, these East Indians, the whole human race, other than you so-called black people, because you're not part of the human race. All the human race that have animal fur that you call here, that you see the white man, the Asian, the East Indian, that's all animal fur. Because in their genetic makeup is dog, canine, monkey, and black woman. The black woman, the canine, and the monkey are what makes up the genetics of the humans. That's why if you notice, and my wife, one of my wives said something funny. <laughs> She's seen this mob dude. I, you know, she seen this mob dude. He was up there trying to look all tough and hard. And she looked at him and said, he's like a black woman. <laughs> Nigga had his hair all done like the nigga woman. You know what I'm saying? John Gotti. You know what I mean? That's what she said about it. You know, that's how she said it. You, you, white, you white males are like black females. Now you, black, you white males who be trying to primp and that cool, you look like black bitches. You even move like black bitches. That's why y'all, that's why y'all match. You didn't, the, the, notice the nigga woman, the liberated nigga woman and the white racist man, they have such a great relationship because they both hate the black man. They both hate the black man. The nigger, the liberated nigger woman hates masculinity. Remember I told y'all that she can't stand masculinity. Every man in her mind is her son. You see, every man in her mind is her son. You see? And the white man, he's that son that she's looking to obtain, but will always chase because she feels like if she catches that son, she'll be one happy, rich bitch. One happy, high on the hog, rich nigga bitch. She's chasing social socialism and status. That's why she with the white man. That's why she will always chase after him because that's her chasing her acceptance because who is the one that decides whether you're pretty or be- be- beautiful or ugly in the world according to his magazines, you know, the 10 hottest this or the 10 hottest this is the most beautiful. Who decides who the pretty ones are on this, in this realm, the so-called white man? On his magazines, on his billboards, right? 
he tell you who hot, who pretty, who's the ten hottest, even though they look like you'd be like, Hell no, but you know, but to them they'll say oh, and but what that does is it infuses in your in your mind what they think is attractive because they want their thoughts to become your thoughts. You follow? If they think they hot, they want you to think they hot. You see? And that's how the white man was able to get the so called black woman to think he hot because the white man said, I'm hot <laughs> and the nigga woman's like well, I don't see nobody. I guess you are. And and like I said, the white man, like I said, he he needs that power source. He can't get it from his own woman. He can't get that power source, that natural power source from his own woman. You know, though he would prefer his woman in public. He always want a hoe in the background. That's you, black women. You that hoe in the background, you. And when he bring you out in the forefront, you just that hoe in the forefront. He just like you got you got a lot of white men who like prostitutes to be their women. You got a white man who who have a prostitute, a bitch who, who's doing porn. He go right home. <laughs> That's a turn on. How many dicks you had? You little slut. The white man will pay the nigga man the money to fuck his woman in front of him. Tell me I'm wrong, you white boys. You know y'all have to unpay the black man to go down on your woman. You go looking for y'all go y'all go as they say you go um what y'all call it y'all go jungle hunting. You know when y'all go jungle hunting, you go and looking for for a nigga and a, a nigga with a big with a big rod to take your woman down in front of you so you could pay him and watch and beat off yourself and maybe ask him to service you that you could service him too. You know what I mean? You want to suck him off? Ain't that right, Brad? Why you after you unpounded your wife? That's the type of shit y'all do. Ain't that right? Hmm. Like the guy I used to when I used to work at the bank, he used to ask me always come over to dinner with him and his wife. And she would always be looking at me. I was a messenger in the bank years ago when I was in high school. This white guy would always ask, you know, him and his wife, they they, they, they came to, like, the company party, Independence Bank. She was trying to, you know, he was always trying to get me to come home. She, she was looking all up at me, you know. She was attracted for a white woman, and he was looking all up at me. And what the next thing, they would always ask me to come over to their house for dinner. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. I mean, I felt that energy over I felt that vibration, what that really was. You see, I was going to be on the platter. You see, he wanted me to serve his wife and then probably serve him. No, thank you. You see, always asking me what I planned on doing after college and shit, getting all up on me and whatnot. And I got to the point where I would, that's when I started carrying the box cut. Well, let me, anyway, the ox. But anyway, but anyway, I, I digress. So, you know. But anyway, so you black females, you know, those of you who are flattered, don't be. Because, again, anybody who has a thousand places to stick their uh, their plug ain't going to think that your socket is so special. That's my parting message to you. So let me go ahead and read this question before we get out of here. Should black females really be flattered by white male attention? Hell to the no. You should be disgusted by it. You should be repelled by it. You should be repulsed by it. Even though I know the white man teaches that it's, you should be honored by it. He tells you, black women, you should be honored by it because he, he all cleaned up and he got a suit on and he's showing prosperity. And you like, oh, this prosperous business guy, he wants to get with me and, you know, and a horse and a dog and a, and a man and, a, and anything else that he want to put his dick in and don't tell you about. And then when you're scratching down there one day and you're like, what the fuck? Think of Brad. Because nine times out of ten, he gave it to you. You know? Anyway. Um, 
Why shouldn't they be? Because again, the white male the white male will stick his penis in anything. Especially you black bitches. The white male will stick his thing in anything, especially you and tell and tell his white friends, Hey, I'm about to fuck a black cow. I'm about to fuck a black bitch, a black cow, a nigga bitch. I'm about to ghetto gag her body. I'm about to ghetto gag this black bitch. They love it. Oh right, videotape for Seth. Fucking right, fucking hey, I sure will. And this dumb black bitch up there goggling down, getting getting the getting the ghetto gagger treatment and laughing all at it. You know, like that orangutan looking white black bitch that was with the white man on that what's another Tariq Nasheed show? The wig on her head, the orangutan, the orangutan. The orangutan-looking black bitch with a um, with a white woman wig on. Right? Do black women want the att- that attention? Yeah, they do. A lot of black women do. They really want the attention of a white man because it validates them and makes them feel sexy. Um, but the white man ain't looking at you because you're sexy. He's looking at you because he wants to dominate you and it makes him feel good. It's a power thing. Like that guy that married Serena Williams. Now look at her big black Amazonian ass. Now, why is this little sodomite, why does this little sodomite look on top of her? How does this little fucking sodomite-looking, alleged sodomite look on top of her, a Rodian, Noahian, whatever the fuck his name is? How her how big black ass look like she, she look like she'll fuck him. And probably has, allegedly. You know, he, Alexis Anolian, or whatever the fuck his name is, she look like he plugs, she plugs him in his ass. You know what I'm saying? She make him the bitch, which is probably their relationship, allegedly. Why do they want the attention? Because the nigga woman got low self-esteem, and the white man helps her raise her self-esteem. That's why. He tells her he's pretty, she's pretty, because he runs all the magazines, and if anybody knows pretty, the white man does. That's why he'll take models with no titties and pale skin and make them tell you they're attractive, and no asses and tell you they're attractive. You know, bitches who look like 12-year-old boys, because that's what he's into. Why do they want the attention? Okay, they got low self-esteem. Is it the attention Is the attention genuine from white males? No. it's more. It's, it's his, inten- his intention is as genuine as his attraction and attention for a dog, a Labrador retriever, a female lab, lab you know, a female sheep, a little boy's butt, another man's butt. You know, a hooker's mouth, whatever. That's that's his. That's as far as his attraction go. It's some sick power trip with these motherfuckers. That's all it is. They don't they don't like sex. The only ones who really truly love sex is bronze men. When you're in your right mind, when you niggas are out of your mind, you following like the beast. But that's it. Let me go ahead and read. Uh, let me go ahead and close this out in the name of Amen by the power of Amen. And Amen we trust. And Amen we thank. And Amen we continue for forever. I am the intellectual newbie men Carrays. This has been a raw and uncut mental like radio. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow night at 10. And check this full cast out on Patreon. All right? So that's it. Good night. Fire engineer when I lay this blaze I melt down tracks down
y'all to speak my name. I could go before your auntie couldn't beat my game. Gotta laugh, don't act like you spit it the same. Why you motherfuckers can't get in the game? I come from high school and go straight to the league. Who you know who can spit it with me? Yeah, nigga, it's true. Every time I step in the booth, I speak the truth. Y'all know what I'm bringing to you. I bring the truth. You motherfuckers know who I be. I be the truth. What I speak, they'll set you free. Nigga, the truth. Every time I step in the booth, I speak the truth. Y'all know what I'm bringing to you. I bring the truth. You motherfuckers know who I be. I be the truth. What I speak, they'll set you free. Ain't nothing changed with me. I'm still stuck in the kitchen. So what I'm signed? That's fine. Still stuck in position. You motherfuckers know me well. Couple court cases from jail. Couple four four shells from hell. Stuck on this mission. Go home, my girl fussing and bitching. Motherfucker, won't you change your life? I'm thinking. Motherfucker, won't I change my wife? Ignorant bastard laughing. Like fuck the rap shit. It's just another hustle. Another way for niggas to touch you. Now they know the face that beams. Now they see my face on screens. And I ain't even chased this dream. I feel sorry for those who did. Y'all niggas can't stop the war. Whether rock or raw, I'm slinging coke and a rock below. You niggas know what blocks are more. Block and palm. You wanna get shot, karate chop, Lord, stab this song. Nigga, every time I step in the booth, I speak the truth. Y'all know what I'm bringing to you. I bring the truth. Motherfuckers know who I be. I be the truth. What I speak, self set you free. Nigga, the truth. Every time I step in the booth, I speak the truth. Y'all know what I'm bringing to you. I bring the truth. Motherfuckers know who I be. I be the truth. What I speak, self set you free. Nigga, Black Friday management and rock the label. And I still hit you niggas with shots and fatal. That bullshit best can't say you. I had a doc. Open you up from chest to navel. See my face on cable. And have flashbacks of that cold ass table. And them hoes I gave you. I'm that nigga that'll come and pour salt in your wound. At the hospital. By the cop guard in your room. You got to see what I've seen. Look where I look. To touch what I reach. To take what I took. You got 